Things would have been a lot worse if not for the helicopters. To the north, the steady foom, foom, foom of artillery thundered through the morning air, while to the south, shells exploded in flashes of fire and black smoke. Hollow Rock, my town, my home, was in flames. I was too far away to hear the screams and shouted orders and desperate calls of people yelling for loved ones. Too far away to hear the cries of the dying, of parents trying to find their children, of those same children sobbing in fearful, choked voices. I wish I could say it was for them I wept, but it was not. It was for Allison, my wife, the mother of my unborn child. She was down there somewhere, probably running for her life like everyone else. If she's not already dead. I tried to surge up from the ground, but Hicks grabbed me across the shoulders. Don't, he said. You'll get yourself killed. Ignoring him, I struggled to get my feet underneath me. Hicks rose up and snaked an arm through one of mine in a wrestler's wrist tie-up. Unable to use the arm he controlled, I tried to sit through and twist out with my unencumbered arm. He stopped me by putting his full weight across my back. Hicks was heavier than he looked, probably outweighing me by thirty pounds. Stop, Eric, he said into my ear. You can't do anything for her right now. Still, I struggled. If I'd had my wits about me, I could have gotten out from underneath him. Even pinned as I was, there were techniques I could have used to wrestle my way free. But I was not thinking straight. So instead, I bucked and thrashed and called Hicks names I knew I would later regret. All the while, he kept talking to me, telling me help was on the way. It was going to be all right. Allison would get to safety. Finally, he grabbed me by the hair, jerked my head up so I was looking him in the eye, and said, Listen! I stopped fighting. Hicks pointed to my old friend, Staff Sergeant Ethan Thompson. Above the din of explosions and the increasing volume of rotors spinning overhead, I heard Ethan speaking into his radio. Copy, he said. Apache engaging. Maintain position and stand by for orders. He turned his head toward his squad. Did you hear that? For now we hold position, but be ready to move. Let the chopper do its job, Hicks said. I went limp and nodded. Okay, okay, get off me. His weight left my back, and I could breathe easier. I lay with my face close to the dirt, breathing in the scent of pine needles, pulse thumping in my ears. The Apache flew overhead, gaining altitude and banking northward until it went out of sight. A few moments later, the hiss-bang of a Hellfire missile sounded from less than half a mile away, followed by the chatter of a thirty-millimeter cannon firing in bursts. After the eighth or ninth burst, the cannon stopped, and the Apache flew back in our direction. The artillery was silent. Roger that, Thompson said into his radio. We'll approach from the south and spread out to envelop the target area. Second platoon will approach from the east and advise when in position. Over. He turned his head and said to his squad, Check your weapons and follow me. Out of habit, I looked at my carbine. Tugged back on the charging handle. Round in the chamber, magazine seated firmly, safety off, trigger finger pointing straight down the lower receiver. I pulled my Keltec from its holster and checked it as well. Ready to go.
Thompson led the way as Delta Squad emerged from the tree line. The other three squads from 1st Platoon emerged at other points, one north of us, two others to the south. We had split up when fleeing our transport truck to make ourselves a harder target in case the enemy artillery had zeroed our position. Evidently, they had not. I would ordinarily have considered this a good thing, except all the rounds they fired hit hollow rock. A glance over my shoulder showed me a breach in the north gate wide enough to drive a tank through. Black smoke rose from the buildings behind. I hoped none of them was the clinic. Or my house. Shoving thoughts of Allison aside for the moment, I followed Thompson as we met up with the rest of 1st Platoon.